Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I find myself most attractive shirt on pants off. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. People in this room, which one is A wearing a spangly outfit and B not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Simply. Marvelous. This is the podcast where we talk about the movies from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name's Karen Wheatley. Hermione. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so close that time. I'm going to replace this guy. He's a real nightmare. I'm Reese Nicholson. <laughs> oh god. It's always too close <laughs> or too <laughs> far. Story of my life. <laughs> and he talks over me. <laughs> Stop talking over Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Roger Meaney. <laughs> Sorry, Georgia. Listen to Georgia. Um, and today we're talking about Avengers Infinity War. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. In time, you will know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right. Yet to fail all the same. Evacuate the city. Engage our defenses. And get this man a shield. What's this one about, Reese? In a lot of worlds <laughs> where absolutely everything happens. Oh my god, there's no time. Let's just talk about it before we all turn into dandruff. Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I sat down to write this earlier today and I was like. There's just so much. <laughs> we just need time to talk about it. And, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. There's so much. We go to so many places. Yeah, and there's so many people you're like, oh, wow, I totally forgot about that guy. 
and there's another one. And you're like, yeah. well, there's actually <laughs> hundreds of Avengers now. Yeah. Did you ever think maybe for the first time, <laughs> too many friends. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many friends. Cut some of the riffraff, you know? <laughs> How dare you? You would have been happy. I mean, they already did. Then. Ant-Man's not in yeah, it. Yeah, that was funny. They're just sort of like, Ant-Man and Hawkeye, they're looking after the kids this week. So, bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Budget did not allow. Because <laughs> it, oh, it was the last one where we saw his house, didn't we? Yeah. Um, Hawkeye's house. With the, yeah. yeah, and his pregnant mm. wife that he leaves constantly for work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what this movie's about, really. <laughs> Stay-at-home dads. Yeah. You know what this movie's about? This movie is about getting through two and a half <laughs> hours of about ten movies in <laughs> so one. So many. So many. But you know what? Like I was re-watching it. I've watched it a bunch of times. I was re-watching it just being like, God, I love this movie. Like it doesn't, mm. I might be wrong, but to me it doesn't feel like a thousand different movies. I think it's so well put together. Mm. Like my favourite bit about it is that how also, I think we might have talked about this before, is how well it matches. Like you know we're in Guardians of the Galaxy as soon as. Yeah. Like it cuts to it, it cuts to space, but. Before something even happens, before we see them, you're like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And because it's like there's an 80s pop song on as well. So you're like, oh, yeah. they're coming. I think that would be really hard because there's all these other directors in the other movies have their own style. Yeah, and is it, it's just Whedon, right? Could be. It's the kind of thing we should have Googled. <laughs> no, isn't it the two? Isn't it the Russo? Oh, yeah, it's oh, the Russo yeah. by now, of course. First of all, could I just apologise? We're five minutes in and we're already talking about the movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry oh, about this. I know this is not normally what happens. I know normally this is just a chit-chat <laughs> podcast and eventually some Marvel something might come up. Yeah. And we're like deep. We're five minutes in. We're talking about who directed it? Well, who are we? too much. What is this? I've had a wine. Is it a movie review podcast? Well, actually, I will pause because I believe I speak for everyone when I say, but I would like an update on Milky Foot. <laughs> oh, I never did it. Please, come oh, thank on. thank fuck. Sorry. I've just cut off my feet. Okay. Couple of actually, the end of this movie is kind of what would have happened to my feet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Half of the population of the Spoiler entire alert. universe turned into Milky Foot. I know. I actually, ha- I, re- I really cried in this one. Guys. I know. Well, before we get to the end of the movie, let's discuss okay, the movie. Okay. Um, Is this a real <laughs> review well, show? Otherwise, it was going to be a Christ. very short show today. What is that the rule that as soon as we've talked about the end, <laughs> we have to finish talking about it? Mum loved it. The end. Bye. <laughs> Oh, did you watch it with mum? No, I was alone in the middle of the day in my house with the loud movie and the neighbours who think I have a very sad life. And really? They're not (laughs) wrong. And I haven't got curtains on the window yet. And so it was doing that thing where there's like a blast of really hot sun that moves around the room. So I was moving around the room to avoid the sun constantly because it was, yeah, it was basically sunrise to sunset this whole film. (laughs) Sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. What is this song? Straight away at the start of this movie, you're like, this Sith Lord guy sounds fun. (laughs) You know? The way he floats around and just flicks the fingers (laughs) and moves heaven and earth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a surprisingly kind of high-pitched camp voice. Yeah, he's sort of straight out of Star (laughs) Wars in that all the villains in Star Wars are like old camp English people (laughs) who float and fly things around rooms. Yeah. He, this char- it's characters like that that give me hope that I will one day be a villain in a <laughs> high-level action movie. Like being able to say, like having my first line in a movie be, um, rejoice for you are facing death. 
I want my first line in a movie to be rejoice. Yeah. You saw this character and thought, oh, I could just play myself. Yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. I thought that for Chris Hemsworth. That's what I thought when I saw Chris Hemsworth. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh my God! I do have a chance of being in. Movies. In that you grew up in wealth in a place that wasn't Victoria or New South Wales. Oh, very privileged Leading white guy. Leading man, Kyron, with his rugged good looks. The rest of us are just the gremlins. What is it in Rogue One? The redhead villain guy in Rogue One. Redheads can't be villains. <laughs> I mean, they're almost exclusively villains. Yeah. If not, if not to the public, then, then to themselves. When you say redhead, do you mean the guy who's got a red face? No. No, I'm talking about in Rogue One, Star Wars. God, this is mm. going to be one of those episodes where we're talking <laughs> over each Wars other podcast, and people are listening to it so frustrated <laughs> by like, no, listen to each other. <laughs> and also just Google basic stuff. Yeah. Okay? Don't have to mull it over for 20 minutes. <laughs> no. It's a Google-free zone. There's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah. I went on a date no, with a redhead last night. Oh, yuck. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> that was going to be a fantastic story. Oh, my God, what a scoop. Now it's just a story about going on a date with a redhead. <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> um, and? Well, I've heard it said that... Couldn't match the drapes. My friend, no. It was the first date, Kyron, and I am sometimes that slutty, but not today. <laughs> That's not making it in. <laughs> That's what he said. My friend said that gingers dating gingers should not be <laughs> illegal, but it should be frowned upon. Oh. Why? So is the, what is the goal here? So what, we're, we're just ignoring our clear sexual attention, Georgia? Well, I'm trying to make Kyron feel comfortable and less threatened. <laughs> and by the way, I was thinking of General Hux in The Last Jedi. Oh, that guy. That guy. Oh, the guy who can't act. Oh, Kyron. my name is Reese. Isn't he Domhnall Gleeson? Is it him? Yeah, the Irish guy. Oh, yeah, he can act, just yeah. not in that movie. No, he's in, the, he's in that nice About Time movie. and mm. You know what his performance reminds me of from that movie? Mm. The person, the lady who was at the Trump rally, who's like, the best is yet to come. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't she, that she's Trump's like daughter-in-law, like I think. perfect performance. Uh-huh. She's, she's his daughter-in-law. I liked him. I remember watching that movie, but I also liked The Last Jedi and no one, and no one likes The Last Jedi, but I really love it. I thought it was totally really funny and a different, and it wasn't just fan service. And you know what? Go fuck yourself. What's not to love about Star Wars? <laughs> that was great. I love it too. I love it all. Also good, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, oh thoughts on that movie. Yeah. Well, basically, basically it's a big purple guy with really bad smoking. <laughs> Lines who just wants pretty <laughs> rainbow gems for his riding glove is okay. the whole story. I mean, yeah, <laughs> which set which actually is a perfect sum up of this movie, but also sounds like something that a, a doctor hears in a test about whether a woman has brain damage or not. Mm. Like, it sounds like, so what do you think the movie's about? Well, I think it's a man <laughs> with smoking scars. I love that bit where um, it made me think when um, Thanos is first coming. To, yeah, <laughs> 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 I wonder if it's fair. He does have a lot of children. And, and <laughs> Benedict really Cumberbatch is there. Cumby. And they burst through. Like I like I imagine when you, Georgia, are finally introduced to Benedict Cumberbatch, it will be much the same. Like some will, <laughs> someone will crash in ahead of you to say, Georgia is coming! <laughs> and he will say, Who? <laughs> 
That was another great camp thing that I wish I could ever say. Like the camp little guy says to the big guy, no, no, let him have his fun. It's like <laughs> it's nice to know that there's like yeah. there's old queens in other galaxies. <laughs> if I got sucked into some sort of astral plane transporter and sent to the other side of the universe, there's still a place for me potentially. They'll still be like, oh, no, we know this archetype. <laughs> really good i did sometimes want to be like guys can we just coordinate all the friends on the one place because mm. if we just we're a bit spread out we just need yep. to gather we need sort of like captain planet we need walkie talkies <laughs> yeah they should almost assemble in some way yeah that's the word for it <laughs> but i'm so attached at this point that i was actually yelling while alone in the middle of the afternoon like whenever i saw a new one i'd be like oh, spidey yeah. And then I'd, someone else joins <laughs> and you're like, yes. I was doing a lot of that. Yes. I cannot wait. There is a thing. Like basically <laughs> the crux of this entire, of the last 15 years, when we watched the last movie, <laughs> I can't, I want to watch you watch it. Like I think that should maybe be a live <laughs> episode that we do. If you liked that, oh boy. And I'm still not giving anything away. <laughs> well, I've can't, I came away from this one very stressed because mm. You can't kill off half the favourites and just expect that to be okay. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. am hoping that it's not as bad as I think it is, but I'm pretty upset. It's pretty bad. Okay? It's pretty bad. And we've gone back to the end again, but... (laughs) Well, here's something interesting. Mm. Sure. When Thanos put (coughs) the Infinity Star... I was watching this movie with Hopkins, the dog. Ah, mm -hmm. I've heard of it. And just as he put the Infinity Stone into his glove, Mm. Hopkins farted in my face. (laughs) That was the power. That was the exact moment. (laughs) Yeah. He reached out, Thanos reached out through the movie, through the screen, and just gently massaged (laughs) Hopkins' bowels. Was it a fart that made a was it a fart that made a noise? Sometimes it's funny when they make a noise. (laughs) Sometimes there's like just the sound of air. Yeah. Just Well, that is very powerful. That made it a yeah. really sensory experience for you it, guys. It was, yeah. it was 4D. <laughs> it was this, I watched this movie in 4D. Thanos is a tough enemy because he can do anything. Do you notice that? Mm. Well, like, yeah. The more stones he can get, the, the more powerful. Like anything. Yeah. And each time he does a thing, you're like, oh, yeah, damn it. He's got reality stone, whatever yeah, that means. And he's already tough to begin with. He's yeah. quite large, isn't he? It's huge. But so he's, Hulk, he's a big boy. Hulk is the most powerful thing in the universe. Hulk is and it? is that yeah. an established fact? I should know twenty movies in by now. <laughs> kind of like it's kind. Well, maybe look, there'll be people listening to this always angry, but like I'm pretty certain him and um, Captain Marvel are the most kind of powerful things, and so they're, it's almost they're using their like he the Hulk can't he can't Bruce Banner can't turn into the Hulk, and so yeah. the whole idea that if he could turn into the Hulk this would have been a very different movie. Like it's almost, I like that kind of tricky stuff they have to do sometimes like in story where they're kind of going, well, the Hulk could have just beat, because, you know, there's a moment there when let him have his fun with um, Thanos is kind of like, oh, fuck, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he he outsmarts him. Yeah. Isn't it funny that I remember watching this movie at the cinema and when the glove is coming off, Mm. as an adult watching an action movie that is halfway (laughs) through, you know this isn't the end. Of <laughs> no, course so it's true. not going to come off. But they played so it in true. such a fun way. Like it does really feel, you mm. can almost feel that feeling of what it, what something feels like when it's kind of off your hand and you yeah. can grab it back in. Oh, it's great. There's an interesting scene where Sherlock turns up. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Where 
that same thing where Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> does that. I'm looking at all the words. I the know. Mind Palace, <laughs> direct from BBC, <laughs> Sherlock. Yeah. Sherlock Strange. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Does he do that in every movie now? <laughs> yeah. That's actually a tick. That's not acting. <laughs> that happens. He didn't know they were filming that day. Imagine if they did leave it on a way, on a note, where everyone walks out after all of these movies, just going, yep, life can be a bit shit. <laughs> It's very uh, random. Sometimes you lose. <laughs> well, it took everything in me not to, and there was a lot of stuff in me, not to... Uh, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You were alone, you said. Yeah, just <laughs> pushing stuff into my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it took everything not to watch Endgame afterwards. Like I remember mm. going to the movies and seeing Even after this. Two and a half hours. Yeah, mm. because I wanted the the relief. Of, like I remember when we went to this movie at the cinema, and knowing oh it's another year until yeah. the next movie. It's like when you're in high school and you have to wait a week for the next episode of The OC, but like mm. times fifty two. Mm. <laughs> and and Misha Barton did do catering on this movie, so. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's great. It's gone into scones. Yeah. All the storylines in this movie are, can our loved ones kill us? Oh, yeah. <gasps> Which is a game show I keep pitching to Channel 10 <laughs> and they will not pick it up. <laughs> I watched an interesting thing the other day about how um, Paul Brettany, Bettany. when he was the voice of Jarvis, there was no concept that he was ever going to be Vision. Ever, uh-huh. ever, ever, ever. Uh-huh. And I watched him tell a story on some, might have been on a podcast or something, about how he had just had an argument with a producer in LA. The producer had said flat out to him, I think your career's over, like in a big way, like you're <laughs> just not really getting offered the roles anymore. And he was on Sunset Boulevard. It's like one of those stupid classic Hollywood stories. Mm. And Joss Whedon called him and said, hey, do you want to play Vision? Oh. And he was like, Yeah. And he apparently like gave a finger to the office that he had just been in, and oh, um, and I'd imagine that story is not true, but <laughs> it sounds good. But it's nice to imagine that it is. Small man, big machine. Oh, okay. Um, Hulk, of course. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate because he can't get big, and he's in a big machine. Yeah, which is explains a lot of Karen and my lovemaking. Passed the Bechdel test. Oh, I don't know. Did I write that down? This is one of my, and I'm not saying this is a complaint, but this is one of the episodes of this podcast. We've talked about four <laughs> scenes in this movie. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fine. We came out so strong. <laughs> Do you think that Thor's hammer maybe should have been an axe all along? <laughs> I mean, it's better, isn't it? This is something I I thought of as well. Peter Dinklage Mm. might only be able to do one accent. (laughs) Like he's doing the same weird British accent that isn't really a British accent (laughs) that he does in Game of Thrones. Mm. Well, Thor, I like it's almost it's it's veering on. Use your words, Reese. Ronald Reagan. Like it's like it's like a weird. If Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan had a baby, it would be Peter Dinklage doing <laughs> some acting. That's a fun baby. Sometimes you have truly original thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I met him once. No. Yeah, in How? a in a vintage shop in Greenwich Village. It was really nice. 
I always feel for actors like when they have to do press for these movies about eight years after they filmed it mm. and some yeah. nerd at Comic-Con's like, um, yeah. excuse me, in scene four when <laughs> you... And you're like, I don't it's know. It's us doing it when we watched it last <laughs> I know. week. Yeah. I know, right? Be this times 52. Bang, 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 pop, pop, pop. Heaps. Yep, that's the plot of the movie. Um, no, I didn't have anything to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, we'll go to the next one then. (laughs) It's just that you grabbed and held both of our attention. (laughs) Like you were gathering your thoughts around. Nothing. Thanos, he's meant to have, he kind of has soft moments. I mean, he does kill his daughter. It's pretty, I mean, he's for sure evil, but he has moments of of being a bit bit sentimental. Mm. And, you know, it's interesting the whole kill half the population thing so that the universe resources can not run out. Mm. It's a bit of a climate change vibe. So you're on Thanos' side, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm 50%. The Avengers are the villains. <laughs> there would have been writing meetings where they're trying to not humanise him but kind of give him a reason because no villain thinks they're a villain, right? Yeah. I love the fact that just the Russo brothers must have been sitting there going, I mean, I guess he's doing it because there's too many people. <laughs> Hmm. For balance, we'll put a little knife on a little girl's finger and that'll be the explanation. <laughs> and at the very end, he goes to his, like, yam farm in, like, far north Queensland mm. to rest. Star sex appeal. Oh. I mean, every which way. Everywhere. I mean, blimey, Charlie. Mm-mm-mm. Except Scarlet's dyed her hair blonde. Not a fan. No. Tens, tens, tens across the board. Oh, very popular, very popular. AUW says Avengers Infinity War. So that's just. Oh, just he's. The name of the movie. <laughs> he thought he was. That's like when. Do you, did any of your parents ever get Instagram or Twitter or something and they were clearly just searching something, but they were actually yeah. tweeting? Yeah. My dad's just got Instagram recently and he's just started to trying to become friends with all my friends. And some of them have yeah. like private accounts and stuff. And they keep getting messages of screenshots of like, is this your dad? <laughs> I love like, it. Yes, it is. Oh, my God, I loved that Thor speaks Groot. And he was like, it's an elective yeah. that has God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An oh, and actually my favourite bit of this whole movie, I think, is um, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Another 10 here from K James 26542 who apparently having not seen the last 21 films said <laughs> unlike anything ever done in the history of cinema. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> this would be hard to go into not having seen any because there are 40,000 characters. Yeah. Hmm. Idea of like the movie, they're at such a point now, like we're getting to the pointy end of it where I don't think you can even really watch the one-offs without having seen a few of the other ones. Which is why this podcast is such a gift to society because they can yes. just listen to our episodes and be fully caught up. I am surprised at the amount of people that have messaged us <laughs> to tell us that they don't watch them. Like I, I'll do shows <laughs> sometimes and afterwards... <laughs> I'll be in the bar afterwards and someone will go like, I listen and we go, ha, ha, ha. And then, um, and then they'll say, uh, I don't even watch the movies. <laughs> yeah. Whereabouts are you going to put it on your list? Oh, my gosh. Am I crazy enough to put it number one? Well, you've got Thor Ragnarok there at the moment, followed by The Crown at number I two. I really Black liked Panther this one. at three and then Guardians and Avengers. I'm going to say number two. Oh. In front of The Crown. Oh, yeah. The Crown's working its way down. I got a very angry message from a friend who couldn't believe I'd put Thor Ragnarok under The Crown. <laughs> <laughs> 
Georgia, you have the crown at number one, then Ragnarok, Black Panther, Guardians and Avengers rounding out your top five. And then Avengers Age of Ultron mm. at six. So you obviously love the one with all the friends. Where does this fit I in? <laughs> it's the huh, after <laughs> friends every time. <laughs> friends. Huh. I'm going to put this at number two. Number two. Ooh, number two. Just below the crown. Number two. I love Ragnarok so much. And I love, um, my name is Cork, but. Yeah, this has got all my faves. This is boring. I think if I hadn't seen all the other movies, then I'd like Ragnarok more. But because I'm already so attached to all of them, I mm. like I like Infinity War more. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, I can't wait for you to watch Endgame. Does everyone get their clothes off and shag each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, That movie is sex on premises. Sick. I'm putting it at two. Thor Ragnarok, then Infinity War, then The Crown. This movie came out April 27, 2018. <laughs> About nine weeks after that, Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. Mm. So it would still have been in cinemas when our next Marvel movie that we'll be discussing Oh, a bit of Paul Rudd. I'm looking forward to him. I'm going to watch all of the Star Wars movies in a row on Valentine's Day. Isn't that fun? At the cinema. If you're doing a podcast behind our back, <laughs> so help me God. Yeah, I am. It's with um, I will destroy you. Nick Cody and uh, Joel Creasy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, what? Am I Nick Cody and he's Joel Creasy? <laughs> they do have sexual tension between them, so that makes sense. Ooh, scandal. Comedy scandals. <laughs> you know what, actually? That is almost impossible to know who the top out of Joel Creasy and Nick <laughs> Cody would be. Because I don't think it's That's what you think it is. We have. I don't think it's what you think it is. Which is my new podcast that you can listen to <laughs> called Tops or Bottoms, where we... Uh, name one person and another person and we, for two hours at a time, discuss why we think <laughs> they would be a top or why they would be a bottom. Are they all just local Australian comedians? They are. Yes, they are. <laughs> Actually, it's it's Nick and Joel every week. <laughs> That's it for now. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> no, my drag name is Muffalo Bozzarella. Oh, my God. <laughs> Muffalo mozzarella. Yeah. Do you like it? Mine is Dinah Hunger. That's great. Welcome to the stage, Dinah Hunger. (laughs) That's really good. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.